Welcome to the Girl Vibes Only podcast with your host, Lauren Mancini. Love that for us. Please help a girl out. <laughs> I don't want to be an adult. And Anna Marie Warrington. I have two shots. I'm done for the night. Can I get another one sandwich? No pickles. I fucked up. Hi, Laura. Hi, Anna. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm really excited because of our topic today. I figured you would be. Um, so our topic today is um, one of my favorite ch- subjects, and I think it's going to be really interesting because I think we're going to like learn a little bit of something about each other, which will yeah. be fun. Um, but we're discussing Enneagrams today, um, what they are what we are, how Mm -hmm. it relates to our everyday lives, everything like that. Um, So if you don't know what an Enneagram is, it's like your personality type, which I just like, again, this is like, you know, how we've discussed love languages Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Things like this just always like really intrigue me because I always feel like I end up being like, like my personality type is very much, I'm like, shit, it's right. Well, I think that it's almost like the horoscope phenomenon. Like everyone loves to know about themselves. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who were like me, so Enneagrams are the ones that are boiled down into numbers. So Mm -hmm. you're like a one through a nine. And I never understood what that was. Like Mm -hmm. I saw people having like, oh my gosh, I'm such a three. And like, it's so funny. But I'm like, what the heck? I I don't understand. So I was so excited. I like anything that's like a test Mm -hmm. that can tell me things. Um, So this was so fun. Yeah. To do. And I think it's interesting because I feel like with this, like you really do, it kind of gives you more than just like, this is what you are. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know, it gives you some more information, but yeah, I'm like going to give you so like the Enneagram is a system of personality typing that describes patterns and how people conceptualize the world and manage their emotions. The Enneagram model describes nine different personality types and maps each one of these types on a nine point diagram, which helps to illustrate how the types relate to one another. So it kind of gives you like a little insight on like how you handle the world, how you perceive the world, and then like how you interact with all the other types of personalities. Um, And it's like, I like it because it's not like very harsh. Like Mm -hmm. there's, so basically, so, you know, you have your, so Enneagram comes from a Greek word. So Ennea mm. is nine and grandma meaning something that's like written or drawn. So mm. it's describing specifically like the diagram of the Enneagram, which if you look it up, you'll see it. Looks like something from like Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. <laughs> it has like lines everywhere. <laughs> yeah. but, um, so basically like there's three core types, which make a triangle, which are three, six, and nine. And then each of the types have a wing. So the wings are like, so if you're one, your wings would be nine and two because they're the ones next to you like in the circle. But then there's also, I'm a little confused as to what they're called, but they're like the lines that um, if you're looking at the diagram, go directly across and down from your number. Um, And they're kind of showing like the growth of like the number and like type that you can achieve towards like different aspects of that type that you can grow towards and then the other one is like the stress and like 
personality types of that other type that you like fall back on. It's a little confusing. That whole thing I'm not too like in tune with, but the whole wing thing makes sense to me because it kind of is like, you're not, no one's ever a hard one because they have wings of like nine and two. So it can be confusing, but we're going to try and make it as simple as possible. So So bear with us. Yes. And also it's helpful if um, you look at the diagram too. Yeah. You might understand this a little bit. And we have that posted already on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And then you can also look it up. Um, there's We're going to be giving a website too that yeah. you can take it. Mm-hmm. And it will make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because it, it is – like I think it's one of those that like we're going to continue. You There's so much to yeah. learn about yourself. So much. So you're going to keep learning about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go over the, so each type has a name. So type one is the perfectionist. Type two is the giver. Type three is the achiever. Type four is the individualist. Type five is the investigator. Type six is the loyalist. Type seven is the enthusiast. Type eight is the challenger and type nine is the peacemaker. And just to note too, um, there's a ton of websites out there. You can take these tests. Mm -hmm. They all are the same thing, but some of the names might be different. Like for instance, I'm looking at a chart that instead of type nine being a peacemaker, Mm -hmm. it's called the peaceful mediator. Yeah. So So it's very, very similar. But yeah. Yeah. So I think we should start this. Um, I think like the best way to go over this is just kind of going off of like anecdotal, like what we are. So I think we should first let's try to guess what each of us okay. are. And then we'll like dive into like the information we found about each of our types and like how they relate to us and everything like that. And like kind of go through like all the information we found. Okay. I like that. Okay. And I would also say too, and we'll go over this, is each of the names each of the personality types has like a fear yeah a core longing we'll, we'll go through all those too yeah. and that's kind of a good summary of yeah. what each of them mean and I think that's like kind of like that's what like makes me believe so much in my type that it's correct yeah yeah <laughs> okay so do you want do you want to do you want to guess first or do you want me to guess first? um okay so I I want to guess you okay. first so I'm gonna say that I think you are – it's so hard because you're re- really right. Like, I think a lot of these are pretty – like, you could be a lot yeah. of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to guess the individualist. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say the individualist just because um, I feel like you like friends to really appreciate you for you. And that yeah. was one of the things about it, you know? So that's kind of my thought. Okay. Um, let me guess one more time. Okay. Okay. So you're not – the individualist. I mean, I guess I could go kind of with your professional personality. Are you the investigator? No. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-mm. What are That's you? That's so funny. You want me to tell you? Yeah, I could keep guessing to a little. Okay, no. Um, I'm, I'm a type seven. I'm the enthusiast. Are you? Yeah. Wow. The, yeah. So my... I would never have guessed that. So, I know. So it, my name calls it the entertaining optimist. I wasn't really going oh, for that. See, for that's <laughs> the one. Yeah. See, that's the thing is some of the, I mean, we'll get into this. Yeah, but yeah. Some of the aspects of it, I want to definitely call myself like a super optimistic person, but everything else when it comes to like the core beliefs and things are very much me. So let's go into the core beliefs of, of you. We'll just okay. focus on you a little okay. bit. Okay. And then, okay, yeah. we'll switch. Okay. Yeah. Let me get into my. So again, Anna is a type seven. Mm-hmm. 
And that is the optimist, or if my book says the entertaining optimist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm floored. I thought you were going to be the individualist. No. So, okay. So basically, so let's go over. So for a type seven, the basic fear is being deprived and being in pain. Mm. My biggest thing I struggle with on a day-to-day is FOMO. Yeah, like, really? Like FOMO. That's and that's like the big thing about it, the type seven is like the fear of missing out and yeah. like not experiencing things. That's so true. It says being deprived, trapped in emotional pain, mm-hmm. limited or bored, missing out on something fun. Mm-hmm. That's I literally FOMO. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't be bored. Like I don't do well in that situation. Like I constantly want to – like that's why I constantly like want to be with friends and like – Yeah. Like I – Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm the desire, um, the status to be sat or my basic desire to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled. And that's literally like, I just want to like, I, I agree with that. You like being content. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. I just want to be like, you know, um, so then my, uh, wings, I have a six wing, which is the entertainer and eight wing, which is the realist. I definitely, I think I'm a type seven with an eight wing. Um, so are you usually one wing or you are both wings? Um, I think you – there's a wing that you lean more okay. towards. So, so I you think lean I'm through the eight. More of the, like, the realist aspect of it, like, more very practical and, mm-hmm. like, everything like that. Um, so I, yeah. I agree because that one – and we'll get into them later, but that – fear is um, being powerless or vulnerable. And I think that's definitely a fear of yours too. You definitely don't like to find yourself in like a vulnerable state. Yeah. Um, And then it also says like in on this specific thing I'm going down um, for uh, type sevens for addictions. um, Mm. I type seven is the one that's most prone to addictions. And I say this all the time. Like that is why I don't ever, try anything is because I know I have a very addictive personality. Wow. And I like, I would be the one to like get addicted to something off, like off the bat. Yeah. So that is so weird. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, it so- says like the most, well, this is the type that's most prone to addictions, aka stimulants, such as caffeine, which I definitely am. Oh, yeah. Cocaine, <laughs> amphetamines, <laughs> ecstasy. So literally um, addictions. Narcotics. Like, yeah. So this is, um, uh, it says like wearing your body out to stay up, excessive cosmetic surgery, and painkillers. God. So like it's just, and like I know, I do know that about myself. Yeah. Is like I, I know I have a very addictive personality, and like I'm very much someone like when I like something, I'll do it constantly, or yeah. if I like a certain food, I'll eat it constantly. Like, well, that I, is true because, and we talked about this too. Like you're very brand loyal too. Yeah. Like so, you find something you like, you'll purchase it ten times mm-hmm. over. Like you'll yeah. continue to go back to mm-hmm. it. So mine says for for core weakness is gluttony. So it says feeling a great emptiness inside and having an insatiable desire to fill yourself up with experience and stimulation in hopes of feeling completely satisfied and content. Yeah. So do you feel like that's why you do things like that? Like that's why – because you want to feel content? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, it says like – I'm trying to go through – yeah. So it's saying like – Although sevens are considered the thinking center, this is not immediately apparent because they tend to be extremely practical practical and engaged in a multitude of product projects at a different co- time. Wow, I can't talk. <laughs> um, their thinking is anticipatory. 
I don't know. Too big of words. They foresee events and generate idea on the fly, favoring activities that stimulate their minds, which is in turn generate more things to do than they can think about. Sevens are not necessarily intellectual or studious by any standard definition, although they are often intelligent and can be widely read and highly verbal. Their minds are rapidly going from one idea to the next, making sevens gifted in brainstorming and synthesizing information. Sevens are exhilarated by the rush of ideas and the pleasure of being spontaneous, preferring broad overviews and the excitement of the initial stages of the creative process to probing a single topic to death, which is like very much, I think, me. Like I'm very... I feel like I'm good at the brainstorming aspect of things. And then I'm like, okay, like, what's the on next to the next thing. thing. Yeah, like yeah. I, and it says, like, in here, like, sevens are um, quick to absorb information. Um, but then, like, they're the most likely to start a project and not finish it, which is definitely <laughs> me. And they're my biggest weakness or a seven's biggest weakness is impulsiveness, which is so true. Mm. I am a very, very impulsive person. And um, that's, like, one of the, like, one of the things, like, to show, like, growth says recognize your impulsiveness and get it in, ha- get in the habit of, of observ- observing your – wow, I can't talk <laughs> – no, you can't read. You're Recognize reading. your impulsiveness and get in the habit of observing your impulses rather than giving into them, which is like so true. Um, learn to listen to other people. You do not have to have everything at this moment, which is such like something that I always have to remind myself. You feel like, like you need it now. Yes. Like not like it doesn't always have to have to happen right now. And I always like feel like that. Always choose quality over quantity, especially in your experiences. This is something I feel like I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I typically am like very much really in a lot of things I do, quality over quantity. Um, make sure that what you want will really be good for you in the long run. Something I need to work on. Um, but then it goes into like uh, other people who are, are sevens. So some example famous seven personality types. Um the 14th Dalai Lama, um, <laughs> Galileo Galilei, Mozart, okay. Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, Amelia Earhart, um, John F. Kennedy, Joe Biden. Oh, you're <laughs> Joe Biden and I <laughs> are both a seven. You love Joe. Um, Elton John. Wow, that makes me happy. Mick Jagger, Miley Cyrus. I knew oh, that bitch and I were meant. You I love, love Miley, Miley Cyrus. Hannah Montana. Did not say that specifically? God. Steven Spielberg. Um, John Belushi. Oh, Betty Midler. Oh, <laughs> so happy. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, Mike wow. Myers. Robert Downey Jr., James Franco. Oh. Leonardo DiCaprio, Charlie Sheen, Cameron Diaz, Paris Hilton. Is there anyone left? Larry King, Simon Cowell. And Anna Marie Warrington. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Wow. I definitely, now that you explain it, I would not have picked that for no, you. No, I wanted to. Like, if I were looking at the list, I yeah. wouldn't pick. So did you retake this quiz? Yeah. And you still ended up at the same one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's that's cool? Yeah. Okay. So let me get, let me. All right. For me. Now, are you going to be able to pull up my results on that? Yeah. I can okay. just go in. Um, I'm trying to, I think. Yeah. So what are what you, you think I am? Are you type one? No, so type one for everyone is moral perfectionist, or what is it called on your end? Just the perfectionist. The perfectionist. No, that's not me. Um, 
Are you the loyalist? Type six? No, that's not me either. Okay. You want me to tell you? Yeah. So I am type two, the, the supportive advisor. I was advisor. thinking of that. Oh, mine is the giver. So yeah, so it's so funny because I took the quiz. This is my first time doing it. I took the quiz and um, the link Anna Marie sent me, which we're going to link down below, you do a bunch of questions. Like you're kind of like rating scenarios. It's very love language-esque. And then at the end, it kind of gives you like shorter questions to pick in between, like pick one or the other. And so at the end, I got my result and it's like, you are a type two, but I answered more type nine questions. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait, what? And they're like, and it explains, so like, are you confused about your results? And again, just so everyone knows, type nine is the uh, peacemaker. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait, so am I actually a type nine? Like, I yeah. want to say it's that I picked 97% type nine and then 87% type two. So I was like, this is weird, but they're like those questions at the end, you ended up choosing more type two. So I went to a different website, took mm -hmm. the same quiz, like, but different, it was different, laid out differently, different questions, same thing happened. Yeah. I was a type two, but with a strong type nine, mm -hmm. but I ended, so I was like, wow, okay, this is me. Yeah. Um, so for, for type two, so I'm going to read what I have, but then Anna, if you yeah. could fill in, because mm -hmm. we have different sheets. So type two mostly is um, people who see the world through relationships and define themselves through service to others. If everyone remembers what my love yeah. language was, it was acts of service. Um, maybe selfless, loving, and giving, or dependent, prideful, and hostile. So positives and negatives. Mm -hmm. Um, basically they're saying they're very caring, warm, empathetic, thoughtful, appreciative, generous, uh, affectionate. I just feel like these are all positive <laughs> things. Keep them coming. Um, but they do get into conflict and this is literally me with people pleasing. Mm -hmm. And that is what I say all the time at my past job, in my job now, I used to be a doer mm -hmm. because I would always want to please everyone. Yeah. And I get, you know, you, so upset if, if I think people are upset with me. Mm -hmm. Like I get like actual like panic yeah. about it. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think ill of me or to be off with anyone. Yeah. Like it's, it's really bad. Mm -hmm. So I feel. <laughs> no. Yeah. On my sheet, it says biggest fear of being unwanted, unworthy, or unloved, which is literally yeah. hard. Yeah. It's literally, I want everyone to love and me. The, the biggest, <laughs> biggest desire to feel loved. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's so accurate. Like, like it's not very, even funny. Very much Lauren. <laughs> that's so funny. And it also says um, on mine. So my core weakness though <clears throat> is pride. And so it's saying denying your own needs and emotions while using your strong intuition to discover and focus on the emotions and needs of others, confidently inserting your helpful support in hopes that others will see how grateful they are for your thoughtful care. So I think that's half true. Like I definitely do put others' needs before mine a lot of the times. And so sometimes I do feel like empty at the end of the day because I'm like, I didn't take care of myself at all. Yeah. Something I'm working on in 2020. Um, but I don't think I do it to get praise out of, like, that was the one thing I was like, I don't, not consciously mm -hmm. at least, I definitely don't, I almost actually get awkward when people, like, praise me on what I yeah. do. I'm kind of just like, stop, like, yeah. I just, it's just me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know how to respond. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that was my, yeah, the one growth that, 
is on mine says, first and foremost, remember that you are not addressing your own needs. It is highly unlikely that you will be able to meet anyone else's needs without problems, underlying resentment and continual frustration. Mm. So like you need to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others, which is so true. Um, try to be more conscious of your own motives. Um, resist the temptation to call attention to yourself and your good works after you have done something for others. Do not remind them about it. But I don't feel you do that. Um, learn to recognize the affection and good wishes of others, even when these are not in terms that you are typically familiar. So kind of yeah. like going with the love languages, like recognizing other people's like versions of. Yeah. And I feel like, um, that's so interesting because mine says twos are generally interested in other people in the details of their lives. They remember to send birthday and holiday cards to their friends, even if they moved away, constantly thinking of others, they try to do nice things. So others will think well of them. So again, I don't think I do it because I want other people to think well of me. But for instance, like I sent AV, my AV team at work, um, Christmas cards <laughs> and like everyone was like, why the heck did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I just like want them to be appreciated. And like, there's this one girl who I work with. Um, everyone calls me DJ for Donna jr. Because mm-hmm. they think I'm her like 20 years younger. And it's like, she goes, I would totally have done that. Like that is me. <laughs> like, so I wonder if she would be the same personality type. Um, but I do think I try and remember, and I always feel like that's more of my downfalls too, because I try and connect with people a lot, mm-hmm. even when I should let it go. Like, yeah. I feel like I've let friendships go on way too long just because I've been like, oh, let me try and reach out and connect with them. Yeah. I know that they're like, let's talk. And then you end up doing a lunch and I'm kind of like, why am I doing this lunch again? Like, yeah. I don't even really want to do that, but you do. And mm-hmm. it's just like, that's definitely something. Again, I think it is a little bit of the people pleasing in me. Yeah. Like I want everyone to be happy and mm-hmm. I do want them to like me. Yeah. So like, maybe that's the part of like thinking well. Probably. Well, so let's get real. Who are my celebrities? I would like to know. Oh, let me go in and look. Because, oh, and my wings, while you look that up, my wings are the perfectionist and the achiever. Um, So I don't know which one I lean more towards. Like, I guess when I'm looking at some info about it, the achiever, like their core longing is having high status and respectful, being admired, successful and valuable. And then the core longing of the perfectionist is having integrity, being good, balanced, accurate, virtuous, and right. I think I would probably lean more towards the perfectionist. Like I think that I probably Mm -hmm. have a little bit more tendency to want to do everything perfect. Like totally was goody two shoes, like Mm -hmm. all growing up. Like I think that would probably be more in line. Yeah. My stronger wing. Um, Okay. So Lawrence, some, some famous uh, type twos. Um, We have Pope John. Oh. We have Eleanor Roosevelt, Nancy Reagan, hmm. Monica Lewinsky. Oh, <laughs> hey, girl. Um, Mary Kay, um, Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, hmm. Dolly Parton. Oh, Dolly. Um, like Paula that. Abdul, Priscilla Presley, Elizabeth Taylor. Ooh. Um, uh, don't re- recognize any of these other. Of course not. Sorry. <laughs> we have the Grizzly Man, Melanie Hamilton Wilkes, Eve Harrington, Dr. McCoy. Oh, apparently he's from Star, Star Trek or something. I have no idea. I don't know some of those people. But you got some good people. Stevie Wonder. Hmm. You had Richie. better people. 
You had a whole list. Okay, well, I was also the entertainer, so clearly there's going to be a bunch of (laughs) entertainers. True. Or the enthusiasts, whatever. True. Um, I want to say, too, it's funny because um, mine, and I know this well because I think I've talked about disc profiling, which is about finding, that's also a type of, like, personality test, but specifically disc profiling is um, about flexing and um, especially in your professional career, Mm -hmm. like how you communicate. So it's all kind of about how you work efficiently and how you are as a person efficiently. And I think we're going to do an episode on it at some point, but it's funny because um, my work puts them into birds. So Mm -hmm. there's um, a parrot, a dove, a eagle, and an owl. And I won't get into too much because I don't want you to like it gets spoiled, but I am part dove mm-hmm. and the, the dove is the supporter. Okay. So it's so, it, it makes so much sense yeah. that I'm kind of right in line with that because at work too, like again, the dove is the supporter and that's the same thing. Like you always want to meet the other's needs, but you also get into that people pleasing part. Yeah. So, um, and then I just want to go over, so there's this, there's a podcast called um, Enneagram and Coffee. It's also an Instagram account I follow. And it's just like funny because it goes over like the different personality types and stuff. And so this is one that goes, it says gift ideas by Enneagram type. So for a type one, something nice that they may feel guilty for buying themselves, but secretly really want for a two, a spa day. Yes. For a three, an elevated version of something they already own. A four, something beautiful or related to a memory. Five, something that supports their current interest. Six, a gift from the brand they are biggest cheerleader for. Seven, an experience that comes with no strings attached. You I would totally very much love that. Yeah, you would totally love that. Um, eight, a gift card so they can choose something for themselves. Nine, something they mentioned earlier in the year that you made a point to remember. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Too. And then, like, um, this one I just thought was funny. It was like, she was posting a bunch of stuff like for 2020 and it, I like read this and I was like, wow, this is me. It says, I don't know what Enneagram type seven needs to hear this, but it's probably a good idea to start checking your bank account every day. <laughs> that is so you, <laughs> right? Oh my God. That could not be more perfect. Yeah. So it's just, I, it's a, if you want to follow it's a podcast, but it's also an Instagram account. She posts all the time and it's really funny. Um, cause I like totally relate like anytime she posts stuff, but, um, yeah, I just thought that was funny. Yeah. I love that stuff. And I feel like this is more, and again, no one hate me, but I think that this is more authentic and real than like your astrology sign. Yeah. Just because like you're, I, I don't, I don't want to diss anyone who yeah. likes astrology because I do like it. Don't get me wrong. I it's love, interesting. I, th- I think astrology is very interesting, but I just think that for me personally, for example, I do not, I'm an Aquarius and I do not go by it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm an Aquarius at all. Like I read all Capricorn these things and I don't think I'm a Capricorn. I read all these things and I'm like, that's not me. Yeah. But then this, I'm like, oh my God, that's totally me. Yeah. So I just think this is so fun. I think it's like, that's the thing. It's like, uh, like I feel like when I first read about a seven, like the original, like so happy and optimistic. I'm like, God, that's not me. But when you go into like the core values, I'm like, shit. Yeah. That's totally me. Like that's actually you. I know. Yeah. I really like this. I think it was, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to like learn more and more about it. Yeah. Like I think it's so fun to be like, oh, what, what else can I learn yeah. about myself? And there's so much more information than we even touched on, like about like specifically for each personality type that 
you know, when you take the test and everything you can read and like, just like kind of figure out more about like how you handle and like approach different situations and like maybe how you could handle them better and, you know, what you need to take into account, what other personalities you, um, are most compatible with they have on there, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I think that this is so fun. So everybody please take it. Um, do we have the website we can give them? Or? Yeah, we can put the link like in the okay uh, Instagram. Yeah. So we'll link it. But if you do just a search of Enneagram test or mm-hmm. Enneagram personality test, any of them, like I said, I took two separate ones and I got the exact same result. Yeah. So I think that you would too. But just like set aside maybe like 10 minutes to do it. It did take me a while to do it right because like you did have to think about it. Yeah. But it was so fun. You learned so much about yourself and I think you can apply it to a lot of other really For fun sure. things. So it's, it's interesting to read and be like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I want to go find some memes about myself now. Yeah. Like you your bank it. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find it. Yeah. But. Well, good topic, Anna. Thank you. I love it. Thanks for bringing it up. Mm -hmm. I hope you all enjoyed. And we'll see you next week. We have a very, very exciting week next week. Um, So please stick around. And we'll be talking to you soon. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O, Girl Vibes Only.